If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Do The Work Podcast, and this time a bonus episode. My name is Sabrina Zohar, and I am your host. Guys, yay, bonus episode. I know, you guys have been asking this for a long time, you've been asking me for a while, and I think we're going to get ready for some bonus episodes in 2024, so I'm super, super excited, because why not, right? Who doesn't need a little bit more support, especially with the world being as fucked up as it is? So let's get to it. So today, guys, I have... Aaron Clare, who is just honestly one of the most beautiful human beings and just such a beautiful presence. And we had an incredible conversation on human design. For a while, I actually didn't know what human design was. And it's like kind of similar to the concepts of astrology where like it uses your birthday where you're born and stuff to figure out your blueprint. But understanding, I didn't know I was a projector. I didn't understand what that meant. And it's made so much sense now that I've talked to Aaron and understood my chart holy smokes, and why, how it worked out with me and Tech Guy, how it manifested, how, you know, the way that I was dating and the reason that it changed and why it all worked out. It was amazing. And it's, it's so great because it's used to understand yourself, but also how you interact with others. And so I'm so, so excited. And yeah, this episode, we have another episode coming out Friday. As always, we have our, our usuals, but I hope you guys liked a little bit of a sprinkling in. To everybody that came out to the event, I just want to say thank you so fucking much. We had a full house in LA. It was the most incredible live event, the first of so many. Don't worry, guys. Probably going to hit a tour next year, hit you up in a different city, so you will always be the first to know, and I'm just so excited. Guys, as always, if you need anything, link in show notes for our sponsors, software, of course, my clothing company, and if you want to work with me, book a one-on-one, ask a question everything will be there and tech and i are working on a lot of fun shit for 2024 so there's going to be courses that we're making Uh, don't worry guys there's going to be so much newness that's coming out next year i just am i'm over the moon and i can't wait to share it all with you so guys as always if you need anything go check it out join the free facebook group for support it's always there if you need it and the free guide in the show notes as well helps with um some self-regulating techniques when it comes to being anxious But yes, everything you always need will be there. And again, please, thank you guys so much for everything. And please don't forget to rate the show on Spotify. You click the three buttons at the top and it just says rate show. You can auto download it. So that way every new episode will be on your phone. And on Apple, you scroll to the bottom and leave a review. Please, please, please leave five stars if you think it's worth it. Also double check the star rating. Some people will leave an incredible review with one star. So I think there's an error, but it just literally means the world. It's how I can climb the ranks. It's how we can get more people on, do more shows and be able to support you guys in more ways that don't cost anybody anything, which is awesome. So without further ado, let's get right on into it. (music) 
This episode is brought to you by Software. That's right. That's my clothing company, babes. I started Software after my mom got sick. She went to the doctor with a headache and they found six brain aneurysms that corroded the top half of her vessel. And I almost lost my mom in 2017. And I started the company the day after her successful surgery because I wanted to give back. I wanted to do something I cared about. I created a fabric that was nothing like the market had. It's cozy. It's comfortable. It's sustainably made. It's made right here in the United States. We fucking support local all the way. And it literally feels like you're wearing a cloud. And as a thank you to all of you guys who support, you get 20% off your first order if you use the code do the work. So if you go to wearsoftware.com, link will be in the show notes. Don't worry. W-E-A-R, soft, W-E-A-R.com. And you use the code do the work, you get 20% off your first purchase. And I am just so excited for you guys to get, get, oh, so cozy with me and match in a beautiful software set. Hi, Erin. Hello. Okay, we're going to take part 17 of this because I'm an idiot with technology, but welcome. I'm so excited to finally have you on Do The Work podcast. Thank you so much for sitting with me. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. Of course. Okay, Aaron, I we got to get into the meat and potatoes here. I think a lot of people have no idea what the fuck human design is. They've never heard of it. They Or people are skeptics, all the fun stuff. So can you give us and a background of you and how you learned about human design and what human design even is kind of just in life. Of course. So human design is a system based on your time, date, and place of birth that reveals your energetic blueprint and how you're wired to thrive, whether it's in how you date, how you cultivate relationships, how you build a career, how you exercise, all the things. It gives us each our own very unique and specific roadmap to finding our flow. I think so often we get stuck trying to be a thing that we're not and human design really returns us to who we are. I discovered human design very serendipitously. It was definitely never my plan. I had no idea what human design was growing up. But in 2015, I was at a friend's gathering in New York City and sat next to a stranger who read my human design chart. And it was the most accurate, confronting, insightful thing I'd ever heard. And he ended the conversation by saying, Aaron, I think you're meant to do this. And like, I think we're meant to work together. And it was just such a wild invitation. And there was just something about the system that resonated so deeply that I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and so it's been an amazing journey and a rocky one, of course, with ups and downs and all the things, but that's how I really started. And it's been almost nine years. That's awesome. I love a good story of just like, I unexpectedly did this and I met this person serendipitously. Can I ask, how did, how has human design impacted your life? Like when you started to really learn about yourself, what was that journey like? I mean, it was so useful because I, again, when I discovered my human design, I was living opposite in every opposite of it in every single way. You know, my design is so much around not being a doer and really being like a leader and a guide and a teacher. And I had been like trying so hard to be a doer in New York City with little success. And so it allowed me to kind of actually build a career that was way more aligned and yeah. to build a business as a projector in human design, which I know we'll talk about. Um, it also really shifted my relationships. You know, yeah. my design like yours is all about being invited in, being recognized. And I realized I was investing in so many relationships where I actually didn't feel seen at all. And like, and just like, didn't, I saw them, but did not feel seen in return. And so I just had a much different, I just invested in different relationships. My community entirely changed. Um, I, I found my husband. It was like, I then moved. It was like everything in my life shifted because I just started operating in a way that felt much more authentic to me and was aware of all the areas in which I'd really been resisting that. I love that you actually brought that up because it's funny, two parts to it, but the first one. 
was when I first, when, when we went over my human design and we were talking about it, of course, now where I'm at, it made sense. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah I use my voice. And I like to do, I like to speak more than I like to write and we're doers and shakers and movers, but like, we still need our time and to be able to disconnect. But the biggest one was the inviting in, because I think mm -hmm. for so long, I lived in this chase mentality of like, no, if, you know, kind of that, that New York menta mentality of like, well, if you want it bad enough, you got to go get it. Yeah. And that was reflective in my relationships as well. And it's so funny because I realized as well, I wasn't living in alignment to who I was. And yeah. for a while it didn't make any sense. And then when I started to do all this stuff and started to realize like when I first started my TikTok and I was starting to create videos, the trolls really affected me. And so I was like, okay, so then maybe don't talk about this or maybe don't say this. And you know, oh, you have to water yourself down. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm living for other people. I'm not actually doing what feels like it's in alignment with me. When I shifted it and the one shift that you're gonna go, aha, that makes sense for you was when I, my when my dog passed away and I was just kind of in this stage of like I'm not pursuing people like fuck this I had been dating this guy that was like wildly avoidant and was just really like not being not cool when the dog passed and just not being the kind of guy I needed and I made a new rule for myself and I said I'm gonna use hinge passively I'm not going to reach out to people I'm not going to match them I'm going wow. to receive matches I'm going to receive and sure enough my partner sent me the message and he was the one he was out of all of them I said he's the one that I like like he's the one I will go for he's the one I like the most even though he's not my type and all that stuff and I said but I loved the way he was pursuing he was consistent he was making those plans and so when you told me like no you're meant to be received in not pushing that yeah. also was the shift I made with my career with the podcast with everything where I was like okay I want to stand really firmly in who I am. I'm not doing this to go and get people. I'm mm -hmm. doing this for the people that get it to come in, to be receptive yes. and welcome them. And I found when we had our, when we were talking about our human design, it now makes sense. But I think had I, had you and I spoken last year, I would have had the acceptance of I'm living my life wrong. Totally. Totally. And I think that it can be really confronting in that way. That's why I said my experience of discovering it was like, I felt so relieved and also like, oh my gosh, I've been trying to be all these things that I'm not, but I also knew that what I was doing wasn't working. Right. And so I was like, so, and I feel like you would have known the same, you know? And I was like, okay, there's another way to just try. And like, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, you know? Right. But I think that I definitely discovered similar to you that being invited, like it changed everything you know, and it just felt so much more natural. And just so you guys know who's, when you're listening, everyone's meant to do things differently. Some people are meant to pursue, you know, yeah. it's just not the two of us. And my, so my question actually, so somebody had asked on Insta that made sense because I guess she's a projector. So I was like, oh, yay. Okay. She had asked, she said, well, as a projector, should I not use apps like Bumble? Because that is the woman makes the first move. The woman has to pursue. And I was like, oh, I was curious from you. Would a blanketed statement like that work for all projectors or are there nuance? And I ask yeah. that because I'm like, my partner and I are both projectors. So there, I would imagine totally. there's nuance. There's absolutely nuance. So as a projector, and this is one of the five types in human design, we're here to be invited into opportunities and relationships specific to dating, work, all the things. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to an app like that, I think what I would say is that like, you can absolutely reach out to somebody, but I would not like connect with them unless you really feel seen by them and you really feel invited in by them and by appreciate and appreciated by them. So like you can make the first move if it feels right, but like, I would not keep leaning in unless that invitation feels like it's there. And it's yeah. not always formal. It can be super energetic. If somebody is expressing a lot of curiosity, asking a lot of questions that might make you feel like I feel so seen and invited in and I want to explore this more. 
more. I think with you and your partner, you guys can invite, invite each other in. Yeah. You know, if you're feeling seen and appreciated, then you can kind of extend that invitation. Go ahead. Which is it? No, it's just interesting that you say that. As you said that, I was like, huh, it's true. I was looking at this in like a, a one way of like, well, but he pursued me and he was asking me out and he was doing that. And it's like, but how I let, how I was, he was welcomed in, I guess, in the, the adverse was I was super communicative. And he always said like, this is the most communication I've ever experienced. And I, I think he felt I was received, I was, he was able to receive and be welcomed in as opposed to him trying to push the communication onto somebody else and force it. It was, oh, this feels organic to me. I I feel welcomed, you know? Yeah. And I love that point because I think part of why it's so important for us to be invited as projectors is that our energy is very intense. Like are we like lock into people We make them feel so seen and recognized, but if people aren't ready for that, it can feel like overwhelming. And so part of why that invitation is there is just so that we're only putting our energy on the people that are really ready for it. And so in a case like that, like had he been really pushing and you like hadn't been wanting it, it probably would not have felt good. But because like there was this reciprocity, it really worked. And so I would say same with the person who asked about Bumble, like pushing, probably not the right move. But if you feel really invited in, keep leaning in. Totally. And so now that actually I'd be curious, I have so many questions for you. I can't wait. Um, Now, what are the five human designs? And can you give us a little bit of an understanding of each? Obviously, spoiler alert for everybody, there are what, like a billion different little subcategories. So it's not like, it's not like you're a Taurus. Okay. You're a Taurus. It's the same as kind of astrology as well of like, you have your rising, you have your moon, you have this, this, it's like, we can't self-identify just to one, but what are the majors and kind of how do they manifest? How do they manifest? (laughs) Yes. So the majors are manifesting generators, generators, projectors, reflectors, and manifestors. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. If you guys want to look yours up, you can at humandesignblueprint.com. You'll see a really wild looking chart, but what you want to look at is just the type. So generators are really natural doers. They have all this like energy and vitality and they're really here to just like make things happen and use up their energy throughout the day in ways that feel really satisfying and kind of drop into bed exhausted and delightfully spent. They're very magnetic. So when it comes to dating, they're really meant to just keep their awareness open and see who lights up their gut. And when they feel that kind of nudge or expansiveness in their gut, then they go pursue a thing. So they're very much meant to be kind of gut led and not mind led. Is that clear? Yeah. Yes manifesting generators are very similar to that but they're meant to be quite multi-passionate doers they may love moving in between many different passions many different interests each day needs to feel new and exciting and different it's really important to kind of date and be partnered with people that really like love how big and powerful and passionate their energy is and they don't feel kind of confined or boxed in any way manifesting generators are very fast they can find the quickest way to get from a to z so i would make sure that you're not dating somebody who's trying to keep up with you or you're not expecting others to try to keep up with you and you similar to generators are really meant to kind of trust your gut to kind of wait for that nudge in your gut before you go pursue a relationship so say you're on an app like bumble or hinge or tinder just being like who's sparking my gut or you're at a gathering and you see somebody and you feel like this like my body's being pulled towards them go talk to them you know let your gut guide you then we've got projectors like in you. 
And projectors are not really here to be consistent doers. Our energy can really ebb and flow. We're often much na- much more natural leaders, guides, advisors, teachers, podcast hosts, coaches, um, very naturally wise about people, you know, really good at giving advice um, if people want it. And so we're really here to be invited. <laughs> we're here to be invited in. So not forcing opportunities or relationships before we know that somebody really genuinely sees us and really desires our presence. How's that feel to you? Oh, that feels very in alignment. And so funny, even just like side note, um, my friend, Masha, who's on the podcast all the time, she, my mom, me, uh, like my partner, we're all projectors and we're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I had no idea. And then our friend is a manifesting generator and she's like, oh, I think I'm like the unique one. I was like, yeah, fuck off. But whatever. She's the one that I think is like the less, but my, um, when I was talking to Masha, I said, she was like, oh, what, what is tech guy? Like, what is he? And I said, he's a projector. I'm shocked. And she went, she's even wrote, she goes, I'm shocked, but I'm not. She's like, knowing him as well as I do. She goes, I never thought I was a projector because I wasn't living in alignment with what I was meant to be doing. And she was like, and then when I shifted, it all makes sense. She was like, I actually think he does have a lot of those. She's like, but he's so rigid. And so in his little like tech brain and this no science behind this. And I want facts and all that that she was like, I actually could think he really could probably come more into his own if he actually understood his human design. And I was like, there's my projector. I know. I feel like what we have to do is just like give him his blueprint and just like yeah. let him read it. I'd be like, take it or leave it and just see where he ends up. You know, because that's, I do. That's what I did. I literally, I forwarded to him and I said, you can take what you want. You can leave what you don't. And I'm not going to judge you kind of will, but it's fine. I was like, we can talk about it later. I think as long as it's presented that way, yeah. you know, um, Okay. Then we've got manifestors. Manifestors are meant to be these very disruptive, innovative forces, like here to bring new ideas into the world, here to do things differently, like really just like not here to be told what to do or guided or managed in any way. Like they are here to be free, autonomous, and in control. Their energy can really ebb and flow. When it comes to dating, they are here to make the first move, you know? Mm. So they are meant to follow any urges or inspirations they feel to just be like, this is what I desire. And this is who I am. It's so funny because so many manifestors I've sat with have been so resistant to making the first move. But then when they think back to their relationships, like the ones that really were the most meaningful were all the ones that they initiated. So it can be scary. And I would also say, try it and see what happens. Um, The final type is a reflector. Reflectors are these very just like wise individuals who just like see and sense and feel things that a lot of people miss. They can be very fluid, express themselves in many different ways from day to day. Um, can be, feel like a projector, like a manifesting generator. They're like all of it. Um, but when it comes to dating and opportunities, they often meet people when they're in the right space. And so they'll often meet somebody when they're like at their favorite coffee shop or they like go to their favorite salsa class. It's like when they're in the right physical space, the right people, the right opportunities emerge. I would also say when you're dating as a reflector, go on dates in restaurants and sit at tables that feel good because you being in the right space creates the right experience. So I would encourage you to be incredibly high maintenance about your space. Oh, that's so funny. Cause, and I love that. Um, because something, a lot of people will always ask me, you know, how can I meet people? How can I meet people? Like, I don't want to do the apps. And I'm like, okay, I am not even that. I'm not even that as a projector, but nonetheless, I'm always like interject yourself into things you like to do, put yourself into places of like, as for me, I don't drink alcohol. It's just not my thing. It's never has been. Why would I go to a bar? Like, why would I try to meet somebody out at a bar when that's not, that doesn't resonate with who I am. And so I was like, oh, that's interesting. I guess that really could be part of someone's personality that that's where they thrive the most is doing things that they genuinely feel like light them up so that they can actually meet people. Yes. Mm-hmm. And have you ever, have you ever experienced somebody that has been, has you've read, you've done their chart and you're just like, 
they're just like, absolutely not. None of this makes any sense. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, cause you know, like with astrology, sometimes you can read and you're like, some of this, wow, makes sense. And some of them like, I don't know where you got this from that like, doesn't even add up. Have you ever had that experience? Um, not as much as I thought I would, you know, I feel like I really expected that getting into human design. I'm like, I'm getting straight into the woo-woo world. Like people yeah. are going to think this is totally freaky, but like, I just feel like human design is so specific and it just often speaks to this like very deep knowing that people have, like even the most skeptical people that I have read for, they're just like, they have told me they don't want to believe what I'm saying because yeah. they don't believe in mystical systems like these, like your tech guy, you know, mm-hmm. but then they're like, but everything you're saying is so specific. And it feels like you've been following me around for like three weeks or a month or my whole life. Like there's no other way you would know this. Right. And so I have not experienced that, but I really have expected to. There have definitely been moments where things will land at different times where they might see a piece where they're like, I'm not a no, but I don't really see this showing up yet. And then they'll like call me six months later and they're like, oh my God, now I get it, you know? And so I think that it's been so fun to watch that journey in people. That would have been me last year. I a thousand percent. You had told me you're going to do is public speaking and do all this, but like, you're fucking insane. Okay, fine. I have my clothing company, but maybe that's it. And it's like, I also think that's the fun thing about human design is like, if you read yours, get your blueprint, understand it, then it's like, cool. It'll either validate. Like for me, after our session, I was like, I'm on the right track. I was like, holy shit. I feel like I'm actually living in my alignment. Genuinely. I was like, I got reaffirmed, but it felt like it was versus the opposite too of like, like Masha, who was like, when I found out I wasn't in alignment with how I was living and making those changes. Like, did you ever have that experience between you and your, your husband of like you reading it and being like, wow, I'm not in alignment or I am like, I'd be curious to see the dynamic that you guys had together when you kind of first discovered this as you were like a partner? Yeah, it's, you know, it's a great question because I think that I have, I see both experiences in people. Like I sit with people that are living their design so clearly and even people like in their seventies and they're like, oh, this is so validating. Like I learned all these things for myself and human design like just validates that. And I think, you know, when you are self-aware and doing that work, like you will live in alignment with your design and human design will just validate what you've already found out to be true about yourself. Yeah. If you're not yet living in your alignment, it can be really confronting. And it was for me because when I first discovered human design, I was living opposite of my design in every single way. My partner was not, he's like kind of epic at living his design. So he's just like, I've got it. And I'm like, I do not. Um, (laughs) So I think that it was a bit more of a bumpy road for me. And, and, and in like a really positive way, in a way that I just had to like really unlearn some serious things, like as projectors, like I derived so much of my work from like how much I could do and how hard I could work. And I like, didn't ever want to stop. And my design is so much around stopping, resting, spaciousness, relaxing, being supported. So like, I think that that was really hard to allow, but my partner was the one that really reminded me of that. But I also think that you know, human design is an ongoing journey. Like I feel like knowing my design and knowing my partner's design is so useful. And now my daughter, although she's, you know, nine months old, so we'll watch how that manifests. But I think that we are taken off track every single day in different ways, but because I know our designs, I'm like, Oh, I see what's happening. You know, or I see why we're having conflict because of this. And so I think it just helps me understand what we're moving through and how to kind of come back to center more quickly and more gracefully. Which I was actually going to ask you, like for anybody out there, what is a what is the responsible way to use human design yeah. and dating? And what is the irresponsible way to use human design and dating? Because we do have to preface both. I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Totally. So the irresponsible way, and again, this is my perspective. There are plenty of human design people that are going to disagree with me. Um, the irresponsible way would be like, I'm going to look at an app and 
only date generators, you know, I'm like going to look for somebody with this specific design because like I have to do this. And even I had somebody that was like, I was like trying to give birth to my daughter at a certain time. So she wouldn't have this design. I was like, Oh no. Oh, uh, so it, it it's not about like, I'm going to choose somebody based on their design. I hire somebody based on their design or like try to have a C-section at a certain time based on this design. It's more that like, once you naturally feel chemistry with somebody, then that's like the perfect time to look at somebody's design and be like, okay, now that we know that this feels really right for us, how do, how can I understand you better? How can I support you? Like, how do you work? How do you make decisions? Like, how can I ask you questions in a way that actually works for you? So I would say once that knowing is there, then dig into your designs to know how to best support each other. Because I do not have a belief that like certain designs can be together and certain cannot. Some might require more work than others, but often that work is worth it. And right. so I think it more just helps us know, like, how can we best be with the people that we choose? And I think there's honestly value in both. Like if you're with somebody who's very similar to you, there's a lot of harmony and understanding and just natural ease. If you're with somebody who's really different, there's often like a lot of attraction because you're like, you are so different, but you have to understand that. So you no longer try to be the same. No, that which makes total sense again to everybody. Please don't use these like horoscopes. Please do yes. not use them like horoscopes because I, I get that all the time. Like they'll be like, oh, I, you know, I'm a tourist. Should I not date this? And it's like, you are letting something... And I'm not being offensive on astrology, but it's like, there is no science. There's no hundred percent definitive yeah. proof that you writing someone off because they're a Capricorn is the right decision. It's like, there's a lot of nuance. There's a lot of things that play into it that just because somebody is a human designer, like you said, if it's just because you're a projector, like, should you be avoiding other people? It's like, I, what I feel like oftentimes happens when people do that. It's like, do you not trust yourself? You have to listen to something else to let you know if this person's good for you. But I do have a question for you. What is yeah. the difference between human design and astrology when we look at like being able like, do you think one over the other? Or are you familiar with both? Like, I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, it's a great question. I think people assume that I like know a lot about astrology because of human design. They're like, so what are all your things? And I'm like, oh, uh, I have to put my app. I don't remember. <laughs> You know, I think that like, I love astrology. I don't understand astrology, you know, I've done readings for plenty of astrologists or astrologers that are like, what in the world is human design? Um, and so I would say like, one, astrology does feed into human design. Human design uh -huh. pulls from many different systems from astrology to the I Ching, to the chakra system, to Kabbalah, like all the kind of give us this blueprint of who we are. Um, but I would say they're really different systems, you know, and like, and they, and they give us really different information. It's often incredibly complimentary information, but it's different information. I don't know enough about astrology to say that it's not practical because I think that any of these systems can probably be used in really practical ways. But, it, but I think what drew me to human design was how practical it was. And that was something I didn't find in any other system that I had explored. It's just like, what are the actual tools we can use to like apply this information in our lives in a way that we could experience meaningful transformation. And yeah. I think that like, that was what was so appealing to me about human design, because we don't need more information. We're in a time when there's so much information everywhere. I think we need real tools that we can use. 100%. Now, speaking of figuring out the human design aspect, the body graph is very, oh, yeah. when I, what? it's like when you go into astrology and then I'm like, what is with all the planets and the signs and the this? And I'm yeah. like, I don't understand. Is the body graph? Like, how do you read that? How long did it take you to fucking figure this out? I know it's not a really intuitive looking thing. Um, it took, oh, I mean, I've been studying for nine years. Like, I think that I probably got like a handle on it after maybe two years. Like, obviously I, I, it took like quicker than that. I was able to like speak about things, but like to really understand it in a really integrated way, it took me a while, Yeah. but it's interesting on our website. We actually, now, when you look up your human design on our website, 
the first thing you see is like a summary all about your unique design and not your chart. You have to like look, click through to look at your chart, mostly because we had people have that experience where they would see their chart immediately and then be like, what? Yeah. And we're like, let's just tell them what the chart says. And then they can kind of go deeper if they desire. Yeah. Which makes total sense. Cause when I first looked, I was like, I don't know what any of this is, all these little circles and squares. And I was like, I don't understand. but how, like, is it going based off like the body map or where are all those, where, what is it based what? on? So that is kind of a reflection of the body. So each of those shapes that you see, basically, when you look at a human design chart, you'll see nine different shapes that are either shaded in or white. Those shapes represent different kind of like areas of energy in our body, whether it's how we handle our emotions, how we handle stress, how we express ourselves, our voice, how we handle fear. And, and it really speaks to how the energy moves in our design. And something that's really interesting, especially in the context of relationships, is the areas that are shaded in your design are the areas where your energy pours out of you and you impact other people. It's like what other people feel in your presence. And so for you specifically, what people like feel like what is really consistent within you and what you're impacting people with is like your mind, your ideas, your opinions, your insights, your voice, you know, your identity. I feel like you she ain't wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the areas that are white in your design are actually the areas where you're taking in other people's energy. And so those are really useful things to know because it can take you pretty off track if you're taking on other people's stuff and thinking it's your own. And so an example for you is that you're really sensitive to other people's emotions. So you can just feel where they're at. And that's an amazing gift. And honestly, an amazing gift with what you do, because you can mirror back to them what they're feeling and help them navigate anxiety they're feeling. Um, but it also requires you to have the awareness that what they're feeling is not your own and your job is not to fix or be responsible for it. It's so cool. Is Can human design give insight into like emotional needs and love languages? Like, does it have that? Oh, yeah. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. And like, and there are so many specific things that it just like helps us know, like, what are your needs? Like I would say for you and obviously take or leave any of this, I'm you curious. know, I think that like a big need for you, one is like a lot of time alone because you're so sensitive, like space and time alone is so key. Um, sleeping alone, I would say is really healthy for you. If you desire it, I'm working on it. I tried, I already told Tekka, I was like, listen, I even said, I came out after our session. I said, listen, you know, she confirmed to me what I've been saying for a while, which is I don't sleep well with other people. I've always known this about myself. And I said, well, you know, we're going to have a guest room. And he just looks at me. He's like, oh, we're doing this. And I was like, we might. Okay. I was like, maybe we will try it. We will see. Cause he's going away. And I'm like, listen, so help me God. If I get better rest with the four yeah. nights that you are out of town, Arrivederci, baby. I'll see you in the mornings. Okay. Because I, I am not the type of person to do a status quo of, oh, everybody says we have to do this, which means we have to do it. It's like, no, what I want to do is make sure that I take care of myself and wake up as yeah. the best version of myself. So if that means I need to be alone or I need time alone or I need to sleep alone. Totally. So yes. be it. Yeah. And everyone benefits, you know, Truly. and you feel better. Um, Okay. Another, I want to share two more. I'm curious whether you resonate with this one. So for projectors, it's so important for us to feel really recognized and seen by the people that we're really investing our energy in. And so often a big love language for us is words of affirmation, just as a way to be like, oh, they see me, like they get me. Do you feel like that's true for you? hundred percent. I used to not, I yeah. used to always say, I don't care if like, I don't care about words of affirmation, like whatever, who cares? And then I dated someone who nothing, not even a, like you look pretty. I like your hair. Wow. You look great. What a cool color. And nothing, not a fucking lick of a nothing. And that's when I after was like, okay, Sabrina, you learned something new about yourself. That is really important for you. Mm -hmm. It's super important. And I don't need to be like boasted and bragged. And I'm like, but if you want to tell me you love me, it's fine. But like, it is, 
it's just a nice reaffirmation for me to be like, okay, you're on the right, like you're doing things right. You're doing yes. it right. It's okay. Especially with like, I mean, especially now with the field that I'm in of being so public, I yeah. do get a lot of the negativity. It's like, I have to deal with people. Even some of my clients will be like, yo, dude, what is going on in the comments? Like, are these people sane? And I'm like, listen, the reason I'll bother with it is because you see what I see. It's like, you can see that these people are not all together there. Hopefully. If you're going to fucking attack people and go off on a social media channel, it's like, babes, it's speaking so much more volumes about you than it is me. But okay. nonetheless, it's like, that does need to be balanced with a little bit more of the people in my circle saying, hey, no, you're doing a great job. Don't let that affect you. Because if you don't have anybody in your surroundings yes. saying that, it's hard to be able to really determine what's reality and what's not. 100%. Yes. And, and in moments like that, then you can just get a sense of like, who really does see me, you yeah. know, because somebody also might even offer you recognition that like feels totally inauthentic. And you're like, Oh, like, you don't really see me. And that's mm -hmm. fine. You know, but I think that words of affirmation will really offer that clarity. I would say another area to really support you um, or a love language, whatever you want to call it is being a sounding board for you. Like you're somebody that we've talked about in our session that like, you're here to talk things out. And this is not true for all projectors. Like you find clarity by just saying things out loud. And it's not about looking for advice from others, but just like having clarity come through your voice and through the tone of your voice. And so having people that will ask you questions and pull your truth out of you rather than offering advice or opinions is one of the best ways to love on you. It's so funny. Cause I think, um, I I'm like that, like, I'll just talk, like, I'll literally just be like, okay. Da, 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 and like, I'll solve my own problem. And every time tech guy will just turn around and be like, great chat. And I was like, he'll always laugh. And I'm like, no, but this is how I operate. I'm like, I have to. And my mom has always said that she's like, process, like do your processing. And I'll just bitch, bitch, bitch for like 10 minutes. And then I'm like, okay, never mind. I got it. And it's like, sometimes nobody even said anything. And it's like, but that's how I, yes. that's just how I am. And I thought I was insane half the time for just talking out loud. But I'm like, no, I was designed that way. You were designed that way. And I love that. I've had so many clients with this. Well, they'll like be like, I left a voice note for my friend. And then like, I'll text them. I'm like, you don't have to listen. I figured it out. Thanks so much though, you know? But like, I love that. That's exactly how you're meant to do it. And it's so helpful. Cause then he can just be like, oh, this is like, this is the process. Yeah. And he, his eyes roll and I, I'm the queen of voice notes and I have had a rule from him. I'm not allowed to. So now I've loopholed and send videos because I don't <laughs> want to have to write it out. Don't make me do it. Um, but that's like, but this is what I find so fun about human design is like, again, I'm not saying that if you guys go and get your chart, that all of a sudden you have to live and die by this sword. It's like, you, like you even said, Aaron, like leave what you don't leave what you want, like leave what doesn't resonate and take what does. It's like, not everything yeah. is going to be a marker and it's going to be a nail on the head. But I think for anyone who's curious, I do find it to be interesting as a way to just have a deeper understanding of yourself to maybe even just have those moments like I just did of being like, oh, that's why I do this because it genuinely does work for me. And I don't have to attack myself or put myself down for doing it. I'm like, well, no, that's just how I operate. 100%. Yes. And I do have one more question for you. Yeah. Can you change any parts of your human design or is this who you are? Great question. So, you know, your human design is who you are, but how you express it in your life can just change over and over again. Like you're somebody who's like really here to be like an expert and know what you're talking about and be an authority. But like, I know you might not like the word expert, you know, but other people might see it in you. And it's so funny because in your design, like people will likely call you that, even though you likely won't call yourself that, like they see your expertise before you do anyways, tangent, but like, I would say that true, what you, what, but true, but like what you want to dive deep into and become an authority on is probably going to keep changing and evolving, you know? So it's more that like how we express our design will change over time, but the kind of like core blueprint is there in terms of like 
how are you meant to make decisions? How does your energy operate? What are you really sensitive to? But like your relationship to all those things will change, of course, throughout your life. That's awesome. I'm I'm so glad I got to learn more about this with you because it's the type of thing that like, yeah, you can Google it. And it's like, I could find out all these things, but like I had yeah. actually been seeing your social for prior to us even connecting because mm-hmm. I would, friends would always send me little things or we would send each other different ones and just to understand. And so I'm grateful that we have people like you that are guiding people effectively and using this responsibly and teaching people how to learn more about themselves and not with shame or blame, but with curiosity to see yeah. what set, what resonates. And like, I would imagine that if somebody gets upset or doesn't like what they see in their human design, like that might be a really good area to start of like, so what's coming up for you? 100%. Totally. Oh, Aaron, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. So for anybody that wants to work with you or anything that's coming up, can you share with everybody? It'll all be in the show notes anyways, but just for them to know what what's happening in your world and how can they work with you? Of course. So on Instagram, I'm at Erin Claire Jones and Human Design Blueprint. Share lots of good stuff there. So if you look up your design, you could just be like, oh, this post is for me or this post is for me. Um, if you want to learn all the things about your unique design and you're like, okay, just tell me about me. Um, the best place is to get your blueprint guide, which is basically a guide all about your unique design and how to work with it. It's super practical, super actionable, not full of jargon at all. We have a discount code, which is do the work, right? Awesome. Yes. Okay. Um, and it's, it's totally personalized. Like there are hundreds of thousands of possible blueprint guides. So you'll get one all about you. Um, I also offer sessions, partnership sessions, and I have a bunch of classes on our website. If you're like, okay, Aaron, teach me everything human design. Awesome. Cool. And I will link everything in the show notes. I'll put the discount code just for people. I have the blueprint. I got mine for tech guy and I, and it's, it's like creepily fucking accurate. And it just, Crazy, it's one right? of those things, like some of the things I'm like, like I was reading his and I was like, okay, I don't know about you know maybe one or two things, but yeah. like for the most part, I was just like, all right, dude, you want to still try and tell me that this isn't you? That's fine. <laughs> you could just read it. You're like, you don't need to worry about it. I'm just going to use this. Thank you so much. <laughs> Tonight's date night. And we will be discussing both of them. So I'm super excited and okay. I will keep you abreast, but oh, thank you again do. so much, Aaron. It was such a pleasure to have you on. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.